1: to be bringing the word tonight and honestly I'm my hope is that I just get out of the way enough for every single one of you to have an encounter with God um, because that's his heart and it's vision Builders week it's there's a lot of warfare surrounding this week because it's a very pivotal. Like what happens this week, we see the ripple effect. Like you know when you throw a rock into a body of water, that initial kerplunk is what decides the ripple effect, and so that's this week. So there's a lot of expectation, a lot of anticipation, and a lot of warfare. And um, I've been feeling it. I don't know if you guys been feeling it. <laughs> I've been feeling it. And um, honestly, it's been like a roller coaster for my husband and I. And um, I. I I got this word and I started writing it down and then I checked Planning Center and they were singing the song. I'm like, oh my gosh, how good is God? Like, we're gonna see it. Like, it's gonna happen. And maybe you don't see it right now, but don't worry. You're gonna see it by the end of this message. Um, I also wanna prophesy, there's somebody in here that God wants to actually restore your physical vision tonight. And so at the end of my message, I'm gonna have an altar call and if you have been struggling with vision or having vision problems, then I want you to come at the end of this word, and God is going to heal your physical vision in Jesus' name. I, um, fun fact about me, I actually have perfect vision, so I've never needed glasses in my life. So I actually don't know what it feels like to, like, wake up in the morning and, like, be blurry and bonking into things if your glasses aren't there like I've never experienced that in my life and a couple years ago um, it was the day after Christmas 2021 I was in a carb coma on the couch like eating way too much waffles or whatever you eat the weekend of Christmas and as I was falling asleep into this nap the glorious Christmas nap I heard the Holy Spirit say I'm gonna give you new vision I'm like that's cool okay, Lord, I received that. Went to sleep. I woke up and the opposite was true. I literally had blurry vision. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, oh my gosh. My mom's like, maybe you're having an ocular migraine. Like, don't worry. I get those sometimes. I'm like, okay, like, nothing's ever happened to my eyesight before. So I'm a little freaked out. Um, but it wasn't to the point where like, I couldn't walk straight or anything. It was just like, on the peripherals especially, and then sometimes my depth perception was like a little off. And, um, and so I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna freak out. And so I go through the day, the next day, wake up, same thing. I'm like, okay, this is weird. I've always had perfect vision, and now I can't see correctly, which is very concerning. And so I schedule an appointment with an eye doctor. I go to the eye doctor, and he says, nothing's wrong with your eyes. You should be able to see perfectly fine. I'm like, well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that you're telling me this because I definitely cannot see perfectly fine. He was like, I don't know, you know, maybe just come back next week if it still hasn't gone away. So I'm like, great, awesome. I have little children and a church and a husband and I'm meant to drive places. And so this is not cool. And so five days, you guys, five days pass. And uh, we get to Saturday night, and I'm at this point in tears a lot because I'm just like, God, the significance of you telling me you're going to give me new vision, and then I go to sleep, and then the opposite is true, and I'm freaking out now, like level 10 freak out. And I go to bed that night. It was a Saturday night. I'm like, Mike, like, I, you're, you're going to have to go like level 10 nuclear in your prayer life because I cannot handle this anymore. If you don't want your wife to end up in the loony Farm, like, we're going to have to figure this out. And that night, he had a dream. And in his dream, it's pretty awesome, he was in this boxing ring with this huge snake. And there was a huge audience watching. And he tackled the snake, this is your pastor, and literally, like, choked his head, all the venom squirted out, it died, and then he woke up. And that was on Vision Sunday, yeah, give it up for Mike being awesome in his dreams. <laughs> That was on Vision Sunday of 2022. And um, that morning, Pastor Jurgen was preaching, and he ran up to me, and he said, Katie, I have this word for you. God is giving you new vision. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's been a, it's been a week, Pastor Jurgen." <laughs> And at that point, after he had that dream, like 80% of my vision got restored that morning. It was very wild. And then as Pastor Jurgen is saying this word, he's, he literally said, you're going to stomp on serpents and the prophetic is gonna be released and you're gonna have a new way of seeing. And in that moment, yes. In that moment, my vision was completely restored. And I haven't honestly thought about it in a really long time until last night, but I was thinking about it in the significance of that short time period, and we're in Vision Builders Week, and I realized something today that why my vision was blurry right after God spoke that word over me was not that my vision was blurry because of physically what was happening, I actually had had not cast off my old way of seeing things. And God had leveled up my spiritual vision to the point where I hadn't caught up yet. And if you have a prescription, if you do wear glasses, you will know that if your eyes change and you are wearing an old subscription, then everything is gonna look blurry until you come into alignment with the vision that you have and that prescription that has been given to you. And I'm here to tell you and prophesy tonight that the Holy Spirit has a new prescription, but it's gonna take you casting off those old glasses, casting off the old and stepping into the new subscription, that new vision that he has for your life in order to see clearly. Amen. So the title of my message is, What Do You See? If you walked in here and you are confused, you're frustrated, the landscape of your life looks chaotic, it looks like you don't even know how to look from your peripheral, maybe it's because God has actually been delivering you from your past and now you just have to cast it off and step into your future, look forward, say yes to the vision that God is asking you to build and everything will come into alignment. And I'm really believing and I know, I know in my heart, that you're going to see clearly by the end of this word. There's a scripture in Ecclesiastes. It's Ecclesiastes 10.8. It says, whoever digs a pit may fall into it. Whoever breaks through a wall may be bitten by a snake. And if I'm being very honest with you, the last season I have seen our church go through a period where and even for Mike and I, where we have really been challenged to see what is in front of us and how we're seeing it. And there is a real enemy. There is real demonic resistance that wants you to look at the pit, wants you to look at the wall and say, you're gonna fall in there. You're gonna get on the other side of that wall and you're gonna get bit by a snake. And some of you have let fear Some of you have let disappointment, some of you haven't addressed the pain that you've walked through in your past and it is preventing you from saying yes to the vision that God wants to build on the inside of you, that he wants to build in your family and it takes a risk, it takes stepping in to everything that God has with the vision that he wants to get to you in order to be able to fulfill the things that he has put on the inside of your heart. Point number one is, what do you see, a pit or a well? One of my favorite parts of our church is every January, we do a church-wide fast, and we fast for these three wells that God has highlighted to us as a church. It's the well of prosperity, it's the well of fertility, and it's the well of healing. And these are three areas that we see the anointing flow so easily. People come in barren for years and years and years with horrible doctor's reports, complete impossibility by the world standards, by doctor's standards, and they fall pregnant because we have a well that has been dug by people fasting, believing, stepping out into the prophetic to see babies born. And it's incredible. It's a beautiful well. We also have a well in our church for prosperity, for breaking off a poverty mentality and have this beautiful well that we can pull from and experience the promises of God, experience the word of God, what he says about abundance, what he says about generosity, and it's available to us. We also have the well of healing where people come in with all certain types of autoimmune diseases, um, physical ailments, physical... just anything under that umbrella and they experience supernatural healing from God. But there's also people that come in and look at that and they don't see a well, they see a pit. Because they've walked into places in their past and they have tripped into a pit and they've had a really hard time getting out of it. And the crazy thing is if you're looking at a hole, you don't know if water is at the bottom or not. And the scripture is so, it locates where we are at as a church because I see people on that line of, is it a pit or is it a well? I'm scared. I don't know. I don't want to experience what I experienced in my past, but I also want everything that you're saying and everything that the Bible says to be true. I want that for myself, but I'm just so afraid to just jump over and to actually experience what will happen. But I really believe, and this is a testimony of my own life. When you have vision, it gives you courage. When you have vision, you see what the Holy Spirit sees, and it doesn't matter what is in your way, you know off of a word from God, you know that your yes will carry you so much farther than the pain and your disappointment of of what happened before will keep you tied back. We walked into this church almost 11 years ago, and we started hearing the same things that I'm preaching from this platform today. We heard the stories. We heard the testimonies. And at first, I, well, I was honestly bought in right away. My husband had to work through some cynicism. You, you can look up his on his preaching thing. His first big message was the pinnacle of cynical, okay? This is him, not me. And so we've been on this journey of transitioning from seeing a pit to seeing a a well, and I'm so grateful for freedom. I'm so grateful for this house that has shown us that we can choose to see the wells. Even though in our past we had tripped and we had gotten a little bit bruised and a little bit rejected and had some things that we needed to work through and and forgiveness that we needed to release, we saw the consistency of the wells of this church and we began to see ourselves in it. We began to actually see the vision of this church translate to our own life. And it's been the best yes that we've ever said. But tonight God is now asking you this question, what do you see? Do you see a well or do you see a pit? We almost gave up on the vision of owning our own business. It's been a journey, you guys. We actually have failed at more businesses than we've been successful at. And if you've ever gone through experiencing failure after you've worked really, really hard at something, it's hard to just start over again. And if it weren't for this church, if it weren't for God speaking to us about building a vision that was beyond us, giving us a company that was beyond our own family, but that would actually allow us to go into new communities and see whole communities transformed. Just like the one you are sitting in right now, Mike and I got asked to be a part of Eastlake before it was Eastlake campus. And I remember showing up to the Lee's house, I saw them walk in, it was the first prayer meeting Before, this church was a thing. It was in a living room. There was like 10 of us. And Mike and I were like, is this really how this happens? Like, we show up and no one knew what they were doing. I mean, you guys think we all know what we're doing. The only one that knows what's happening is the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And I just have seen this entire incredible move of God happen in South San Diego. And it's just continuing to happen. It's spreading the ripple effect of vision builders. And God is asking you tonight, what do you see? Do you see the well or do you see the wall? Point number two, what do you see? A barrier or a breakthrough? Going back to that verse, whoever digs a pit may fall into it. Whoever breaks through a wall may be bitten by a snake. What I know about walls is that God always brings us to, to a wall to test us for a promotion. And we can look at that wall and we can be angry and we can feel like, God, what are you doing? Or we can start doubting, like, what's on the other side of that wall? Is there a snake that's going to bite us? And even when it comes to vision, if we don't have a heavenly vision, then we will definitely misinterpret what the wall means. But if you want breakthrough, it requires a wall. You can't have breakthrough without resistance. You can't have breakthrough without something that you need to push through. And the fear comes when you don't know what lies on the other side of it. Like, if I put all of my hope and trust in God, and I actually break through, what if I get bit by a snake on the other side? That's what the scripture is saying. Paul and Acts actually traveled to this island called Marcos. Marcos? Malcos. I can't. Malta. Marcos. Thank you, Pastor Natalie. It's not the name of your husband, but... And um, this island actually means refuge, which I find very ironic. But Paul went to this island and in Acts is the whole story. And literally this huge, he was like making a fire, probably to tell them all about the gospel. And then this huge viper comes out of nowhere and bites him. He came out because of the heat. Heat will bring out the vipers. Heat will turn up the warfare. When you actually start gaining momentum and you start rubbing, that friction starts happening between you and the enemy, you and your old ways, your old way of seeing things, your new way of seeing things. There's going to be resistance. There's going to be a heat factor. And it's going to bring out the vipers that want to suck the life out of you, that want to bring you back to the other side of that wall. But look what happens to Paul. Paul shook the... The snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects. The people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead, but after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to them, they changed their minds and said he was a god, <laughs> which I find really hilarious, because I'm sure Paul was again frustrated, like, you guys are missing the point." Later on, in Mark 16:18, it says this. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. What is scripture, you guys? When you see how God sees when you are walking in the ways of the kingdom of God there is no fear attached your life is already dead you are you are a dead man walking Christ lives in you there's no fear of a snake bite there's no fear of disappointment there's no fear of failure because your entire life is already surrendered to the kingdom of God and we know that when we seek first the kingdom of God then all of these things will be added unto you In 2020, we experienced this verse in so many ways. Everyone was saying, the snake could bite you and you could die. And we said, you know what? We have a word from God. And we, because of vision builders, owned our buildings. We didn't have a landlord. We had the Lord on Most High that said, open the buildings. I will restore. I will bring healing. I will bring freedom. I will bring liberation. I will completely annihilate this isolation that people are held in captivity. They're looking at that wall, and they're so afraid that on the other side is a snake bite. But really, God is bringing them to a wall to be tested, to push through, into every thing that God has. And I see it so clearly. I see so many of you so afraid to accept the vision that God has waiting for you. I see so many of you terrified because of what happened in your past, that you're walking around clenched up like, I don't want to... I don't want to experience what I, I I experienced before. And God's like, no, I have a new vision. You're just not seeing it right because you're wearing your old glasses. We had to choose, and we choose every single day, honestly, to not be afraid of the vipers, to choose to believe God, to choose to believe that every single resistance on the other side of that is a promotion and a breakthrough and a blessing. And if not for us in the immediate, it's for somebody else. Some of us need to just realize that maybe God wants to get you outside of yourself and focused on other people. And therein will lie your breakthrough. I love vision builders because it it's this beautiful picture of the gospel where you have an opportunity to accept the vision that God has for your life, but you also are given the invitation to get your eyes off of just you and your needs and see the broader landscape of what God is doing in our city. Which leads me to point number three, what do you see, faith or fear? Everyone is building a vision, but the question is what vision are you building? It's kind of like the scripture that says that you're going to produce fruit, but the type of fruit you produce is up to you. You're going to have vision, but the vision you choose is gonna build something. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, I'd rather build a kingdom vision than my own. I'd rather build kingdom than an empire. I'd rather build legacy than momentary satisfaction. And the crazy thing is that when I choose that, there's this movement that happens where I begin to actually experience all the things that I thought I was saying no to and leaving behind. And it it leaves me speechless because, and just like Jorge was saying, when you refresh others, then you're refreshed. When you sow in, you reap a harvest. The kingdom of God is so beautiful. We don't have to just suffer our entire life and then in heaven we'll celebrate for eternity. Like the kingdom of God is being established here in San Diego. And there's an invitation for every single one of you to experience it. I wanna read Isaiah 61 and then we're gonna let the Holy Spirit minister To me, Isaiah 61 sums up vision builders perfectly. And it also sums up the two different perspectives that you have a choice to see life through. And so I wanna read, I'm gonna start out by reading Isaiah 61, four through six. It says this, they will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks, foreigners will work your fields and vineyards, and you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations, and in their riches, you will boast. What do you see when you look around? Do you see ruins? Do you see the places long devastated? Do you see the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations? Or do you see the invitation to rebuild? Do you see the invitation and the vision to renew? If we don't say yes to the vision, then who will? The world wants to keep us in dark places and keep delivering us bad news. And the ironic thing is that they're not necessarily wrong. But they're leaving out the vision that God is offering us. Right before that, in Isaiah 61.1, it says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. What do you see? What I see is a move of heaven that's being birthed again. What I see is a church willing to say yes to building a vision bigger than themselves. What I see is the courage to let God into the places of pain and discouragement, disappointment. And in doing that, allowing God to give them a new way of seeing. And tonight, I really, I know that there are areas of each and every one of your life, myself included, that I needed a reset of vision needed to actually look forward and not backwards. I needed to bless and release, as we say in the South. And so if you guys could stand to your feet, I want to give an opportunity for those of you that have felt confused or harassed or frustrated in your thoughts, or you look at your your bank accounts or you look at your kids or you look at your marriage or you look at the promise unfulfilled and, and you're just a little bit irritated. If that is you, I want you to come forward and I wanna I want to open the altar up for the Holy Spirit to give you new vision tonight. And I literally saw um you know when you're a kid and you're at a birthday party and Sometimes in the party favor bag, there are those little like wacky glasses. You know what I'm talking about? It had like the swirl lens and you like put them on and then everything looks like swirls. I I saw that when I was praying that a lot of you guys have had wacky glasses on (laughs) that were given to you by the enemy when you gave him a foothold. When you had a moment or a choice or a season, that didn't turn out the, the way that you thought it would and and you've been walking around with these wacky glasses listening week in and week out to the ties and offering message through the lens of the wacky glass and you're like okay that's confusing okay that didn't pan out nope but right now I just want you to cast those glasses off just like picture yourself taking off those glasses and if you actually have glasses just take off your glasses I'm gonna pray Holy Spirit I thank you for every single person at this altar and every single person in this room I thank you that your promises are yes and amen I thank you that you call us to restore the ruins You call us to restore the generations that were lost. I prophesy new vision over every single person at the front of this altar in the mighty name of Jesus. I release the miraculous over them in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you that you're restoring hope. You're restoring vision. They're gonna see the well and not the pit. They're gonna see the breakthrough and not the barrier. They're gonna choose faith and they're gonna cast off fear. And I bind that spirit of fear. I bind a spirit of disappointment. I bind a spirit of poverty. I bind a spirit of, of harassment. And I even come up against the generational curses that are manifesting through the words of family members and we silence them in the mighty name of Jesus. We are walking forwards and I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would begin to give new vision, that you would restore vision. And right now, I even declare the miraculous. You're restoring vision to people in the the physical, not just the spiritual in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Holy Spirit, right now, under the sound of my voice, that you are moving in the miraculous right now thank you, God, that you are washing away disappointment.
0: Cause you said signs to follow those who believe it When we see we say I'm gonna see it and i'm gonna see because you said signs will follow those
1: your voice being silenced and it's time to share. It's time to speak. You have dug wells in your private life, in your marriage, your testimony, and God wants to use your voice for such a time as this. And I see you speaking wisdom into the younger generation. I see you actually moving in the prophetic where you're going to be able, you're going to start seeing people and having words for them, and God is going to release your voice. But the enemy has tried to keep you silent because he sees the authority that you have carved out in your private life. So he's intimidated you from stepping out, but it's all the way in you. You've had it for way too long. So in the name of Jesus, I release your voice, Conchita. I release it. I release it right now in the name of Jesus. Power of God hit Conchita in a way that she's never experienced before because we need her voice. The younger generation needs your voice, Conchita. I thank you, Holy Spirit. If you are, don't judge me, don't be offended, but if you're over the age of 50, can you raise your hands? The Holy Spirit wants to recall you back into ministry. There is a young generation that is getting sucked into addiction, getting sucked into the lies. They've never seen a healthy marriage modeled for them. And it is time, I hear the voice of the Lord saying, it is time for you to step into a vision we for such a time as this. They will not hide, they will not be intimidated. I bind that spirit of intimidation right now. And I thank you that they, tonight, they're gonna gonna get new dreams. They're gonna get new dreams. They're gonna sow into vision builders, not just financially, but they're gonna sow into the vision of this house to see the city transform. We need your voice. We need your voice. It's gone on too long where you felt And honestly, I see a lot of you guys making excuses and there is healing that will come to you when you say yes to God. You say, oh, my back is hurt. I can't serve in youth. When you start serving in youth, your back will be healed. You say, oh, my knee is bad. I have to stay home tonight. When you show up at church, you're gonna be completely healed in the name of Jesus. I literally see joints like being oiled, (laughs) that's really weird. But I believe that when you step out, healing will come to you, energy will come to you. I also wanna pray over moms with little kids. If you have little kids, could you raise your hand right now? Can I just say that God sees the sacrifice that it takes to be here and he is so proud of you And he sees that that sacrifice is gonna reap a harvest, not just in the lives of your children, but in every single family that walks through these doors. And right now, Holy Spirit, I see him healing adrenals and hormones. Right now, in the name of Jesus, hormones are coming into alignment. Adrenals that are burnt out are being healed right now under the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus. New levels of energy, new levels of patience. I release the fruits of the spirit over every single mom that's up at night, up early, up late, doesn't even know what time it is. You see, every single tear, you see every single sacrifice that she makes for her children. And I thank you that her children will be raised and call her blessed. I declare the mantle of the Proverbs 31 women over every single young mother in this place. And I thank you that she is not alone. The enemy wants you to think that you are alone. You are not alone. And whenever that starts coming into your mind, you rebuke it. Just like this, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. That's all you have to say. You don't even need to go on about it. The Holy Spirit is filling you with every single thing that you need. If you have a child that's going through something tough and you you feel a little bit lost on how to parent, right now in the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit's gonna show you. He's called our great counselor. He's gonna counsel you on how to raise your child and get them through this short season. I hear the Lord saying, short season. In the name of Jesus. I just feel, do you guys feel that the God is here? I want to pray for one more um, group of people and then I'll I'll close. I want to pray for those that have felt a promise unfulfilled and the sting of it. If you're feeling that sting of a promise not yet fulfilled, can you raise your hands? God wants to restore your hope today. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus the Holy Spirit does not speak to torment he's love he's a safe place and he does not lie and so right now Holy Spirit I pray for those that have had hope deferred and their heart is a little bit sick right now I declare and I release your healing into every single heart. Restore their hope, restore their vision, restore their joy. It says in your word that when we look to you, the joy of our salvation will be restored. Right now, I release joy, I release hope come against the burden and the heaviness of this season and I break it off of people's backs. I even see there's been physical pain that some people have been walking with because of deferred hope. So right now in the name of Jesus, I release healing over those that have had deferred hope and I declare a fresh vision for that unfulfilled promise. Right now, I just want you to close your eyes and so when you ask God to give you a vision in in your mind's eye, And if it's the same thing that you've been disappointed about, that's God saying, don't give up, don't give up. It's not a pit, it's a well, don't give up. It's not a barrier, you're gonna break through this, you're gonna see it. What do you see? Holy Spirit, I pray that you would do what only you can do. I thank you that you are here, that your wells never run dry. And I thank you right now that what you are doing tonight We will continue to see the ripple effect throughout the rest of the year and beyond. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.
0: Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com